What up? Welcome back to GNN Sports. I'm your host, Noah. Today joining me, as always, is my good friend and co-host, Gabriel. What's going on, bro? Nothing much. Just got off the works, you know what I'm saying? Celebrated sister birthday and um, just been chilling since, really. Nice. Uh, I'm glad. I'm good. Thanks for asking, as always. Uh, just ready to get you the latest news uh, and just kind of give you guys a more uh, in-depth analysis of what's going on because you probably already have heard most of this stuff. Uh, yeah, we're just going to talk about it and give our takes and get started. Before we get started, though, uh, just want to give a quick thanks to Riverside for giving us a nice platform to record our podcast on. And that's pretty much it. Let's get started. What do we got? Um, so, yeah, um, like the usual, we start off the NFL, like most of our other news episodes. Start with that. Um, obviously, preseason has been going on since, what, about two weeks ago now. We had the Brown-Jesk is the first game. We saw the rookie quarterbacks, you know, start like Bryce Young. I mean, he threw some passes. I seen an interception like CJ Stroud in his first game. But that game, I think it was 27-0 against the Jets. The yeah. Panthers put up zero points. Um, today I believe they put 19 points against the Giants. It was not too bad at all. I don't think Bryson got a touchdown either. As yeah. well as CJ Stroud didn't get one either today. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, preseason is a a good way for a lot of these third strings to get chances to become second strings, right? right. Or maybe fourth string to a third string, right? Um, yeah, we see. Um, after the first Patriots game, um, their quarterback Malik Cunningham. He got that one rushing touchdown at the end of the game. Since then, he's been getting more rest of quarterback and has been hinting at becoming the QB3, which is pretty good for him, considering he's at QB4 now. And ever since nice. then, he's been getting more, more and more reps every other day, so that's great for him. Potentially replacing Mac Jones? Probably not. Um, Probably not. You know what I'm saying? They, they, he came from Alabama. I think, was he a first-round pick or second-round pick? I believe he was a first-round, right? Yeah. Mac? Yeah. Mac was a yeah. first-round. And then for uh, uh, yeah. another preseason, we have uh, Stetson Bennett, George Champion, back to back, basically. Um, his first game, the Rams, we say pretty pretty decent, fifty eight point six percent passing yard, passing percentage, one hundred ninety one passing yards, which led actually both the teams. One touchdown, zero interceptions, and ninety passing rating. Um, and the three drives that he took did end a touchdown or field goal, so that's pretty good for him, I think. Um, I think most people kind of. You know what I'm saying? Didn't really have high hopes for him because of how old he was going into the NFL, which isn't really that bad. It just means his career is going to be short or it's to be a career backup for the rest of his life, right? Um, Yeah. So, I mean, that's good for him. I think he played pretty decent in his last game as well. But, um, yeah. Another pretty big news. Um, Niners kicker Jake Moody, third-round draft, which is insanely high for a kicker usually, mm-hmm. out of Michigan. He's like the best kicker two years in a row. He's kind of like that. I'm not going to lie. He saved us a lot last year. In the years before winning his games. On his first career attempt ever, he missed two field goals, one from 40 yards, one from 50 yards. Jesus. I think it's really concerning as it's his first game as preseason, right? It doesn't really matter right now. I think the nerves might be against him, but we've seen some college, right? He's a great mm-hmm. kicker. Maybe he's not like a Brady Maher moment. You know what I'm saying? The nerves are against him. But um, yeah. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's just all about. Uh... Getting used to the league, getting used to the mm-hmm. to the stadiums, the the coaches, the competitiveness. 
but it's tough. Uh, yeah, he's going to be fine. I don't think there's much trouble with that. There's actually, mm-hmm. uh, at the time that we're recording this, there's a lot of preseason games. And, and talking going about on the right preseason now. games. Yeah. He, sco- he actually did his score right now. He scored a field goal right now, first one in the game. Gave a start against the Broncos, who are currently winning 63, surprisingly, right? Yeah. Wait, the uh, Jarrett Stidham guy also went to the Broncos from the Raiders? Yeah. He was in the he Raiders. Dang, imagine takes a spot too, like Derek Carr. Um, yeah. Um, so the Packers so, are being the Patriots too. There's a bunch of games right now. There's like a lot yeah, of fourth quarter games. An hour. I probably won't yeah. be watching that because Messi is playing currently. He just started yeah. about a couple minutes ago in the League Cup final against Nashville. But um, yeah, for some more news for um for season, I guess um Derek Carr first game of the Saint, well, six for eight for seventy yards on one touchdown. Um, they beat the Chiefs too. Yeah, this is definitely. Gonna raise Crystal Lave's uh what's it called? Fantasy potential, which is um pretty good because I, I I have my I think I might draft him honestly this year. I kinda like how he how he's doing now. hundred yeah, percent receiver he... won the season. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I'm saying? They've been Michael Thomas isn't that guy anymore. So I think it's really just him right now. With Kamara being out for the first four weeks, they had to rely on him and Derek Carr, which I love. Yep. Uh I would say you could take Olave as like uh early to even mid second round. Mm-hmm. I'd take him over guys like I even go as far as take him over Devontae Adams. That's how much I'm liking him so far. Not sure if uh people are gonna disagree with me. Probably, probably. I mean, in terms of fantasy, I'm not saying Olave is better than Devontae Adams. I just think in fantasy Olave is gonna get a lot more chances. So mm-hmm. as far as um Oh, we, we we were talking about Joe Burrow's situation, uh, but he's actually since his uh, since we last recorded, he no longer wears a calf brace. He's throwing the the football. Uh, he's been practicing, and he's gonna be good for week one. As if there was any doubt. Actually, yeah, there was a bit of doubt. Um, but it's good to see him uh, healthy. It kind of scared the life out of me. Those. Um, when I first heard the news, but as usual, it makes a full recovery, which is nice. Uh, and we got some big running back news. You want to tell us, Gabriel? I'm um, sure, yeah. OG Cowboy, amazing Cowboy, RB legend for the Cowboys, one of the best to ever play the running back position, has joined the Patriots, which is a great pickup for them. Comes in for free. They signed for a million, for one year for $6 million, which is great. Not bad value at all. This is a position they definitely need because Ramondre Stevenson said that he needed help carrying the rock around because, um, you know what I'm saying, it was too much for him as being the only running back last year. And the end zone was the one part where they struggled immensely for running and scoring touchdowns when they get close to the end zone. So Zeke is definitely a great pickup. And the other one that we kind of basically knew for a while he was going to join after Aaron Rodgers, um, you know, took a salary cap space, right? Um, Davin Cook joins the Jets. This is pretty good. Brees Hall is coming off an yeah. injury, right? Jets so I think are this is something. Yeah, I think this is something that they kind of much kind of need a little bit. But, um, yeah, they're yeah. stacked. I can definitely see make Super Bowls here, or at least high in the playoffs, right? Yeah. And I was talking about Again? the yeah. Wait, I got thing. Yeah. The the Rogers cash salary cut. They're also trying to sign. I believe it's um from the. Packers O line, um, Bakhtiari. You know what I'm saying? That would be. They're massive. trying to sign David Bakhtiari. Mm-hmm. That would be, be a big move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
What I was going to talk about for the Jets, uh, they have everything now. They have a the. I think the only real questions is going to be are if Robert Saul is really the man. Uh, we'll find that out now, and uh, if Aaron Rodgers has anything left in the tank, which I'm sure he does. People forget how how good he was uh, those last couple of years for the Packers, back to back MVPs, nearly made it to the playoffs again with no Devonte Adams. Um, so. I'm expecting a lot, uh, but I did say the same thing about the Broncos, and look how they ended up. So, who knows? That's that's pretty much what I'm trying to get at. Is we we have no idea what's going to happen until the actual the season starts. So, so yeah. And unless there's anything else, I think we can probably move. That on. was all for the NFL. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna get into European football. I'm not gonna call it soccer anymore. Uh, lots of stuff's been going on. Uh, more and more people are succumbing to the Saudi leak. Uh, we're going to talk about that. We've talked about it a little bit. We have, um, it's called, uh, can you blame them for leaving? Uh, if you want to check out, check that out, uh, on our podcast, please do. Uh, but we'll start us off with, I guess this is like the most important New story that's been going on in the last couple of weeks, but it's Neymar officially going to Al Halal. The end of I really it's a tragic career. Uh, I'm was really disappointed in this. I don't know about you, Gabriel. I know he was your idol. Maybe you should take over for this. Um, yeah, I mean, it's been rough recently for me. You know what I'm saying? I really thought for a chance Neymar was going to join the Premier League or go back to Barcelona. You know what I'm saying? Potentially have his Bull and Dior winning season. And st- I mean, obviously he goes to get the bag. Now he goes to Saudi Arabia where he can have multiple wives, which is probably why he did go to Chiana's wife. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? The jersey's fire. I'm going to cop one, no doubt. Not going to lie. It's oh, absolutely okay. fire. The blue one. I love the Al jersey. But um, yeah, it's definitely sad. I feel like he had a lot more to show. You know what I'm saying? He had yeah. definitely a lot more to prove. And you know what I'm saying? Sad. You know what I'm saying, bro? I really wanted to see him play Premier League ball or La Liga ball again. Yeah, this whole thing with the Saudi league, I have a lot. I have a theory about this whole Saudi thing that the whole reason it started was because Ten Hag benched Ronaldo and didn't play him. Uh, and that's what really caused everything. We'll talk about it uh, maybe sometime in the future. But it just feels like ever since Ronaldo's move, it's just kind of inspired a lot of people to go there. Mane, Firmino, uh, Brozovic, uh, countless others that I can't think of off the top of my head. Also, Neymar just now. Uh, it's really it's really disappointing because I think Ronaldo had a little bit left in him. I think Mane had a little bit left in him. And Neymar especially, he is 31 years old. And he really, he had a chance. I know he didn't want to be in PSG anymore because of Mbappe. Uh, We'll talk about Mbappe later. Uh, But it's really a shame. I think uh, we're seeing uh, a new transition in the sport, for sure. All right, so next up, uh, this isn't really recent stuff, but we're going to talk about it anyway. Thibaut Courtois tore his ACL 
Eder Militao also tore his ACL in a game. Courtois was in training, and with these guys went and done, uh, Real Madrid, of course, they went and signed uh, Mr. Kepa. I'm uh, not going to try to say his last name, but they signed him from Chelsea on a loan deal one year and then just back over to Chelsea. Uh, but honestly, I think this is Lunin's time to shine. He has he had kept a clean sheet in the first game uh, in that 2-0 victory uh, over Athletic Club. Uh, and now this year, he con- this game, sorry, he conceded one goal. Uh, but he hasn't been looking too bad. Uh, I'm sure Kepo's going to start at some point, right? Maybe they'll do uh, the same sort of uh, idea like what they did with when Courtois first came to Real Madrid. Courtois played mostly league games, and Kaylor Navas was in the Champions League. Maybe something along those lines would be something that they would consider to do. But we don't really know yet. As far as Real Madrid's season so far, obviously it's been two games. But the star, my man, has been Jude Bellingham. My God, talk about immediate results. I mean, $100 million well spent as of right now. Three goals in two games. What are your, what's your take? Um, I mean, yeah, I feel like La Liga has been probably its worst recently, right? As of team-wise and quality-wise. So I do think... Until we see Champions League, I do think obviously Bellingham's a great player, but I don't think we're seeing his full potential is being challenged enough. Right. I bet it's still impressive, non- nonetheless. He's, you're, he's playing on a team with no striker, with no number nine. They, Ancelotti put him in that number nine spot, and he's doing what Benzema would do, score goals. I think it's impressive. Because Real Madrid did not look good in preseason. They really did it. And to be doing this, obviously, when the Champions League comes, that's when we're going to see it. But I'm liking this stuff so far. I like to be optimistic about this. Uh, and that's pretty much all we got for Real Madrid. I think uh, we talked about Kepa coming over, all of that stuff. Okay, we got some a little interesting now. Uh about Moises Caicedo. So, uh, in case you're not aware of the situation, we'll, we'll talk about it real quick. Uh, Liverpool were looking to sign Moises Caicedo um, from Brighton, I believe, Yeah. for the most expensive transfer in Premier League history. I can't remember what the exact price was, but Caicedo said no. Now, why you would turn down Liverpool? I don't know. That you should ask him if you ever meet him, sure. But he wanted to play for Chelsea. Well, I guess you kind of did know why he, he would turn down Liverpool then. His dream club was Chelsea. Uh, and when Chelsea found out about that, they went and paid $133 million, I'm going to say it's probably pounds for Caicedo. Uh, biggest transfer probably in a long time in the Premier League. 133 mil to Chelsea. Uh, decent player, too. I like it. But I guess the big story is that Liverpool don't really have... Um, well, I don't know. They just kind of got screwed over with this transfer. I mean, we, I mean, we saw them, too. 
it, with a 1-1 draw against Chelsea opening day of the Prem. Uh, I think Liverpool, they won today too. Speaking yeah, of which, Pre- Premier League is back. Serie A is back. League on is back, which, by the way, PSG also drew 1-1 against some random French club. So watch out for that too. As far as uh, this Caicedo move, I have my issues with Chelsea, especially their owner. He spent, with that transfer, he spent over a billion pounds in transfer signings. Most of them have been flops. Uh, and one of the most recent ones, Christopher Nkunku. Uh, we talked about it before, but he is uh, he's done for the year, too. Uh, big injury, too. And it's going to be interesting to see how Chelsea are going to play this year if they can make it back to the Champions League or if they're going to continue to suck, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but what's, what, do, what do you think about this, Gabriel? Um, yeah, so um, I don't really get the whole joining Chelsea over Liverpool. Obviously, I get his favorite club, so I guess it makes sense. We've seen this happen to a lot of players who have been choosing Chelsea over Liverpool recently. I mean... Obviously, you joined Liverpool, right? You joined a more probably more competitive squad at the moment, right? Liverpool has Champions League football, you know what I'm saying? Actually, they have Europe League football League. now. That's super yeah, sad. I mean, Chelsea has nothing, right? Which could be... It makes no sense, right? You know what I'm saying? They don't want to play European football, apparently. Because Liverpool, honestly... Liverpool, they already have Champions League here, I'll be honest with you. I think they have a, probably a top three uh, finishes here. If not top four, because Newcastle takes that, right? Right. But um, yeah, I mean, look at Chelsea squad, who in the last I don't know year now has had five different coaches, right? The players have been in shambles. All the OG players have left, and you know what I'm saying even Kepa is gone. They basically have now the OG squad. It's basically it's look kind of like a, the rebuilding. You know what I'm saying? Right. But for soccer, it kind of makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Because, um, like I said, they're in the Premier League, right? They need to have their veteran players have the experience to win these games. And I don't think I don't think Chelsea are looking for good, you know, surprises here. Right. Yeah, we're definitely seeing a transition, and part of that has to do with the terrible ownership. I think when you hire, when sorry, not when you hire, when your owner has no ball knowledge, it's really hard to kind of make. Um, good use of it of all the money and uh even just make a good team too it's really 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 annoying for chelsea fans obviously uh kippa has made his frustrations pretty clear to the media uh but he's pretty funny though i enjoy i enjoy watching kippa when he when he pops up in my feed but i think for the premier league i don't see anybody beating city City are as strong as they will ever be. Uh, and this is this is their time, and they've been dominating dominating the Premier League for the past good seven years, I think. So there's really there's really nobody else who could top City with all the weaknesses in Man United, uh, Liverpool without having a a CDM, Chelsea obviously being Chelsea. Uh, maybe Arsenal. Just Arsenal just doesn't convince me this year. Kai Havertz obviously kind of getting used to the Arsenal shirt and all this stuff. But regardless, I think it's gonna be a fun season. 
that is pretty much all we got for today. Uh, thanks for so much for listening uh, to GNN Sports. Uh, this is actually one of our shorter episodes. We managed to get through uh, two weeks worth of news uh, in 20 minutes. I think we're getting better at that. I don't know about you, Gabriel, but I feel yeah. like we're getting better. I think that was, at, that was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, if we keep talking, then it's probably going to seem like it's longer. All right. We're just going to say goodbye real quick. Uh, just go check out our links uh, if you're looking for a nice microphone. If you like the way our voices sound um, or the quality of our voices. Then Everyone loves head, how I sound. What are you talking about? Head over to Maono. Uh, use our link in the description of this episode. Uh, if you're looking to uh, get into the podcast business, head over to Riverside. The platform is really nice. It's really convenient, uh, and I there's not a single thing genuinely that I hate about this site. Uh, and yeah, that's pretty much all I got to say. So I'll let my friend here take it away. Hey, man. It's been real, y'all, like always. You know what I'm saying? Actually, remember, man. Wait, what are you doing? You got, you, you what, got what? to remember, man, that... You're appreciating this world, you know what I'm saying? We all love you, man. Thank you for tuning in, like yes. always. It's been real, y'all. It's Gina Sports yes. signing out. Good night.